This is the Arts and Fishers Podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. This podcast is brought to you by LarryInFishers.com. Fishers, Indiana is a growing suburb of Indianapolis. Much is happening with government, schools, and many other aspects of our fair community. Keep track of the latest by reading my news blog, LarryInFishers.com. Follow me also on Twitter at LarryInFishers. I spent grades 1 through 9 in Catholic school during the 1950s and 60s. The Second Vatican Council didn't meet and implement changes until I mostly left my Catholic grade school, which ended after grade 8. So the daily Mass was always conducted in Latin. Now, very few of us understood what was being said and sung during those Catholic Masses. After all, Latin was and is a dead language, not spoken officially anywhere on the earth, only used at that time in the liturgy of the Catholic Church. So naming a major motion picture after a Latin phrase is a bit odd in my view, but that is what's happened in the latest Brad Pitt film, Ad Astra, which translates to English as To the Stars. And this film takes you to the stars, way out into the solar system. Brad Pitt plays the part of Roy McBride, a solid astronaut in what the film describes as the near future. Now, if you think regular commercial transit to and from the moon and a permanent human base on Mars is in the near future, fine, but it doesn't seem plausible to me even in a piece of fiction. Now, McBride has the uncanny knack for surviving impossible situations. He survives a major catastrophe on a space station in the very first scene of this film. He is then hurried into a classified meeting with military brass, basically telling McBride he is the only person capable of saving the entire solar system. That's right, not just Earth or even Mars, mind you, the entire solar system. Roy McBride's father had led an expedition to the edge of our solar system looking for life elsewhere. The Lima Project got as far as Neptune and was never heard from again. Clifford McBride and his crew had been presumed dead for a long time. But strange electrical currents emanating from Neptune are creating havoc on Earth. The military believes Roy's father, Clifford McBride, is in fact alive and is causing the electrical waves endangering Earth and the entire solar system. As a loyal soldier, McBride accepts the assignment to communicate with his father from Mars, but Roy's thoughts are spoken constantly throughout this film. He has doubts about how he is losing his wife, has no children, and has committed himself almost entirely to the job of being an astronaut. His thoughts express how he resents his father leaving himself and his mother to fend for themselves. So, Roy McBride heads to Mars where a direct radio plea could be made to his father Clifford somewhere in the area 
of the planet Neptune. Roy has a challenging trip to Mars, and that's where the story gets interesting. There is so much in this film borrowed, maybe you can say stolen, from other films. As the son seeks out the father that may have gone bad, I find parallels to other films, particularly Francis Ford Coppola's Apocalypse Now, which, in fact, was adapted from Heart of Darkness. Now, this is Brad Pitt's film, to be sure. Tommy Lee Jones is in it, more of a supporting role for him. Donald Sutherland has a character, Colonel Pruitt. He makes only a brief appearance early in the film as a friend of Roy's father and reveals some classified secrets about Roy's father, Clifford. Now, I don't want to give away too much of the story, but some of the intergalactic fight scenes look a lot like Western bar fights in spacesuits. Ad Astra is a film that is very uneven. In many spots, you will begin asking yourself, okay, where is this going? Let's get on with it. In other parts of the film, well, you'll be glued to your seat. The film is a little bit preachy, a little much on the father-son aspect of this story. Brad Pitt's portrayal of the faithful astronaut that questions authority more as the story moves along is interesting. Uh, one must be a tough masculine man to handle that job, but his doubts run through his mind all the time. Director James Gray, who also co-wrote the script with Ethan Gross, takes some big risks with this film. Sometimes it all works out. In other parts of the film, things do not work well at all. Now, I came into Ad Astra with high expectations, walked out of the theater feeling those expectations had not been met. Ad Astra is an uneven film. So I give it a C- grade, just barely saying it is worth seeing, but just barely. This Arts and Fishers podcast film review is brought to you by LarryInFishers.com, where you can find the latest news about Fishers, Indiana. My name is Larry Lannon. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. We'll talk again.